0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast, I am your host Nick Hannock. this is episode number 13, oh lucky 13, and uh, this is going to be provided on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, Uh, so if you you haven't been listening, start listening, and if you're hearing this, you know, you're probably listening, right, that's really what makes the most sense. And if you're listening to this, please give us a review. Please give us five stars. Please download the podcast um, so we can see it, and uh, you know, write in, write in any questions or concerns you may have um, about your life and your life goals and dreams, and we can address it uh, live on the show. So let's do that. All right, guys, thanks so much. Here we go. we are back this is episode number 13 and we're trying to get better each and every week the cool thing about this episode and something we had in the beginning going real strong with we have a guest folks we have a guest on this episode greg Karras, guitarist well former guitarist now uh for andy Grammer, but uh still works with him still uh has played tons of years with him, tons of tons of shows with him, and uh, he is going to be joining us on the podcast. One of the most fun interviews I've ever done, and I truly can't thank him enough for coming on. As you know, if you if you know me at all, you know I'm a big Andy Grammer fan. So this was uh pretty 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 cool to see it uh, happen. Um, but yeah, sorry, I said um I fuck already said um once shit balls fuck. We find moving forward. No more ums. Because we have big news, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Actually, if you if you're a boy or girl and you're not of age, you should, you should, probably should not be listening to this episode. I uh, I just said shit balls or whatever on on the air, so it's probably not appropriate for you. But either way, if you're listening to this, thank you. Right, we'll take anybody. We'll take toddlers at this point. <laughs> Some huge news out of the camp of Nick Hannock. We have decided to make a huge life move. We are moving to the city. Ba da da. We are headed to Old Town, baby. We are going to Chicago. We are out of uh my parents' house. We are out of recording out of my closet. I'm sure there's a joke there. Find it. Um but uh we are headed to the city. Old Town to be exact. 2 steps from Second City. 25 steps from Zanies. Where you can catch me performing, hopefully when the stuff opens up, and I am thrilled about it. I am excited i uh signed for a studio. It is like third from the third floor from the uh from the tippy top and uh if just to describe the view what what you could see from my window when you look out is what we call the tops of the clouds, right so when you look out, you could just see the tops of the clouds. It's pretty cool. I don't know if you've ever been in an airplane, kind of similar to that. Um I know when you come up in the elevator, I actually, you know, I want people to visit. So please uh, hit me up to uh, check it out the new part apartment and uh bring a nice housewarming gift. Some booze over there or cigars or what I usually uh pertain to. But uh come on in and when you fo- when you come up the elevator, what you're going to need to do is grab at least a stick or two of uh, juicy fruit. Because your ears are going to be popping, right? Your ears going to be popping. That was a terrible fucking popping noise. That I can't. That was better, right? I think I just cut the inside of my mouth. Fuck. Ah. Alright, so moving past that, that, that was just a waste of time. I am moving to Chicago. I'm excited about it. Uh, I have friends down there. It's just the start of my life. And it's kind of cool to be doing it and paying for my own place. Again, I said just a studio apartment, so nothing big. But it, it is just, it's just just—it's my first sense of responsibility in this world. And I'm happy about it. And I'm thrilled and I'm excited. And I can't wait to play real sports down there in uh, Lincoln Park. And I can't wait to go to Navy Pier. And I can't wait to do Second City. All that. It's going to be fun. By the way, I'm recording this at like one thirty in the morning on Friday. So uh, my parents are sleeping. But this won't be an issue. Ooh. This will not be an issue. I can not talk. This will not be an issue when it comes to uh, March first. Is when I'm down there, so please come visit, say hi. I uh, I recently joined a gym, spent five hundred something dollars on that. I think it's five hundred little you know, four fifty, on that for two years. Averages out to like nineteen a month or whatever. They they say it averages out to, but it's gonna be cool. They got It's the export fitness. They got uh, they got pools, they got saunas, they got steam rooms, they got like massage chair. They got, I was stood up today. I, I wanted to go uh, see a personal trainer because you get like three free sessions. So I'm like, let's see it. let's see him at least the first time because I don't really like having a personal trainer at least right now. Not in like a public gym like this. If you're in a private gym that's more exclusive, fine, you know. But when you're in like a public gym that you know half the people in there from high school. Right. Like today I went in and I I recognized at least six people, but forgot like half the names. And that's always the most awkward situation to put yourself in. Um, and yeah, sorry, there's another um, but yeah, no, I walk in, I go in there, I ask for, you know, the personal trainer, I forgot his name and we go to the personal trainer's desk and I'm waiting for him 30 minutes, 40 minutes goes by. I'm just standing there like a bozo, like with my street clothes on ready to, to work just like it's like where are you to get this workout started he just doesn't come i he, i know where he is i see him he's helping some girl with this like challenge or some shit like that and i'm and I'm getting frustrated because we had an appointment time either way he's like hey, t- 10 more minutes 10 more minutes," and i'm like all right fuck this i'm gonna go start running and at least getting a little warm up and i go uh to start running and he's like all confused like like i'm ditching him he's thinking I'm like, I, I, why'd you go fuck yourself? You know, I'm not ditching you, but I'm, I'm trying to mouth to him. I'm, I'm going to run. I'm going to run, right? But when you're mouthing it to him that with a mask on, <laughs> that ain't doing shit. So, I, uh, I go up to him I'm like, no, I'm going to run. He goes, oh, okay, but can we reschedule for tomorrow? I'm like, all right, well for sure, buddy. Well, I'll see you then, right? Oh, and you know, I was gonna not, I was just gonna not show up because he kept me waiting for so long. But I will, t- I will call in and cancel. But either way not happening right so i go and i start running and there's uh smu and who the fuck was smu playing that i bet on oh memphis the penny hardaway and the game is i bet minus i have to put some action on the game because uh, also i just can't i mean i won't watch it and i need to watch it that way i can run and not be and be distracted right so i'm watching the game i put minus i bet minus 13 on um on smu they're up 13 but they keep they're like starting to lose it right i can tell so i hammer memphis plus 800 right a 10 to 180 and uh well more than that but that's what it is if you were to bet ten dollars and i i hammer it and i and next thing you know it's a close game they even go up one they get to the end they get fouled with a second left two seconds left to shoot file to shoot three free throws to tie the game they have did all three He knocks down the first. He misses the second, right? So this game looks over. Now he has to purposely miss, and they have to score. He purposely misses, and then uh, the SMU guy gets the rebound. But they get tied up, and it's a jump ball, and the ball goes back to Memphis. So now Memphis is going to inbound the ball with a second and 1.8 seconds left, down two down two so a basket ties it three wins it and the inbounds pass gets tipped so that means the clock starts right and you know no shot at that after that and i lose and i lose so it was real real depressing uh first time at export fitness and i can't be writing a recommendation just yet but if you do join (laughs) if you do join after that story i am happy to uh, I'm happy to write, yeah, you know, happy to get a free month. So, use my recommendation thing, right? I don't know, it's been a fun week today. This last week's been fun, tough weekend, tough weekend in my personal life. Oh, good, tough weekend though. Uh, I did find this video with this kid, uh, apparently kid. I gotta post this, I know I gotta post that right, j one too, but this apparently kid. It's like this little kid he's like eight years old and he's using the word apparently in just the wrong places he's like apparently i was over there just apparently doing sports and like it's just like he was doing that you don't have to say apparently and he uses it i mean 15 20 times in them in a minute it's amazing it's so funny uh i gotta i'll put that clip clip up so that video was just killer i know i'm kind of rushing through right now just because Uh, I know we have a long interview to do it and this is gonna be a long episode, but that's okay. That's all right. I know I'm, I'm rushing through. I get that. All right. I know how my timing works with stand up. What I will say this is people are going skiing nowadays, right? This is the time of the year. People are going skiing. They're doing snowboarding. I've always been down. I've said this a million times. I've skiing and snowboarding is for me like whitewater rafting and hiking and all that stuff. I would love to do it like in like in Colorado and stuff in mountains right I'd love Seattle wherever um I would love to do it but I that's something I'll never take out of uh out of my life to plan did I say that right? that didn't sound right that's not proper grammar I will never go out of my life to plan that stuff so I'm trying to say I would never paintball it's another one never have been paintballing but would love to do it just never will plan it right also and let's talk about this cuz I was thinking about this actually this weekend skiing right it's so bitch It is skiing is the you look like such a bitch when you're skiing I don't ever in my life want to have two slates slates slacks slates of wood on my feet that are three times four times five times the size size of my feet and I'm going down a hill with my legs completely stiff and straight, and 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 if you could see me, I'm doing it right now. I, actually, we can we gotta start recording things. You know that'd be fun, but my my legs completely straight, still, and my ass is clenched. Right when you know you've seen these people when they go off jumps, they curve their feet up, right? They're they're straightening their gastrocnemius, their calf muscle, and their asses are just fucking just. Mm-mm. And I'm never doing that in my life. I will never do that in public in my life. As I'm saying that right now, I'm doing it, but I will never do that in my life. That's so bitch. I will. And they look what they fucking wear. They look like they're they're riding like a bike with their outfits. How thin they are. Dude, fuck that, dude. Sign me up for snowboarding. Sign me up for Sean White. Sign me up for. All right, here's the thing. I couldn't skateboard as a kid. All right, let's just address the elephant in the room. I was in sixth grade dressing like I could skateboard, but I was the kid who always brought the Razor scooter was like, you guys got to try this thing, man. They got handlebars and shit on there. They were like, all right, that's fucking not what we're into, but it's fine, and it's fine. But they they're like, you got to just try skateboarding. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. I was also the kid who, who I literally could not ride a bike until I was 12 years old. That's a fact. I used to ride it with the training wheels, and I literally, there was a girl who rode her bike with, Obviously, without training wheels, and I went up to her and I. She asked why I had training wheels on, and I said, "It's because they're cooler, right?" <laughs> I tried to convince her that having the back two wheels was the shit. I was like, "It's, it's, it's more. It's I don't even know what the argument was to be honest, but I was trying to convince her that it was just cooler." And she's like, "Okay, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm gonna go, uh, go blow a guy with a mongoose." <laughs> and that joke works so well if you know if you're from my generation we're mongooses with a with a bike. Man, I'd, I eventually got a green black and green mongoose. Fuck man, I gotta see if I can find that bike. That was the shit. Um 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 right? Uh yeah so I mean don't ski. That's what I'm I'm just don't ski. Snowboard. Sean White the shit. Name a skier. Name a famous professional skier. Is Lindsay Vaughn is Lindsay Vaughn one? That feels like that was an easy answer. That I just kind of fucking softballed, right? Lindsay, Vaughn. What the fuck is she known for? Former world ski fuck. Fuck. Okay, Lindsay Vaughn. Damn it. That one. That one. She's dating PK Subban, by the way. I don't know if they're married, but they're dating. I, fuck that one. Okay, the Lindsay Vaughn one was tough. I'll admit to that. But name a second. Then they're gonna ask me to name a second. Professional snowboarder, and I can't do that. Fuck! All right, I've talked myself into a pickle. Each sport has one respected athlete. <laughs> one respected athlete, uh, but like, you don't want to ski, man. You got to go on those laws with your legs just dangling like you're a three year old at the big kids table, as, you, as it carries you up, and then you got to go down a hill while you carry two walkers. Dude, I'm not fucking doing any sport, sport where I have to carry two walkers with me down, down, up, and down a hill fuck that skating is so bitch dude it's so bitch do snowboarding get the you get the cool fucking plastic man it's the shit you got the cool goggles too it's the shit i don't know how else to say it i just truly don't know how else to say it so yeah cool well we've done 15 here (laughs) that was a quick 15 uh I hope you enjoy this podcast. Again, Greg was the nicest guy in the world, and uh, I mean we're gonna have to do a podcast with me, him, and uh, Mike Baker at one time. So, Mike, if you're hearing this, uh, and Greg, if you're hearing this, let's let's make this happen. Let's do let's do it. Let's do a three way. Uh, let's do a three way <laughs> podcast and uh, have some fun here. And uh, yeah, all right, guys. I will uh, hopefully the next well the next one will obviously be from the house still, but. We're eventually going to get to Chicago, man, and we're going to start. I think when we get to Chicago, we might start recording these video, doing it over video, so you see what the process is like. But yeah, cool. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Please enjoy the interview with Greg. Ios peace. We're good. Going. All right. Cool. Bl- ladies and gentlemen. All right, the man we have here today, my next guest, who has been long awaited on the Comedy Closure po- podcast, the man who shreds the guitar like no other superstar, guitarist for Andy Grammar. Greg Karras, how are we doing, my guy?
1: Dude, we are doing, man. Today's another day. We're uh, continuing to make lots of lemonade out of the lemons that 2020 has uh, doled upon us.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. We're, good. We're, we're slowly but surely just shrugging forward. Just man, pushing through. Man, turning, forward. you know, just
1: just... <laughs> we're not treading water i'll tell you that much we're making progress
0: we might have ran out of lemons but we're just gonna use some mixture to make the lemonade at this you know morning.
1: what <laughs> yeah at this point like we're making it up as we go
0: we're going <laughs> sugar free yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
0: right fantastic we, we moved oh, on
1: yeah uh, what What was it called not the crystal ice the the freaking
0: oh the uh the the spray the juice you put yeah, in it right yeah. yeah oh my god it's not avo. uh But yeah, no, it's like one word. What is it called? That's crazy. Well, you know what we're gonna do in post? We're gonna put it back in.
1: We might Um, remember it at
0: the very end of this whole thing. I know. I'll Google it when you talk. When when I'm asking you the question, don't worry. I'll do my research. If we uh, we had better funding on this podcast, we could get someone right now searching. (laughs) Hey,
1: line, yeah. Hey, go research this for us.
0: Okay, cool. Get young Jamie from Rogan uh to do it. Yeah, that'd be great. So, what I love to start with on the podcast and uh. Now, again, you're a big you're a friend of Mike Baker who we had on the first one, but I love to start with the hardest question I could possibly ask you. Let's go. And it comes from experience. It comes from me seeing you in person actually twice now. Um, but when playing so here's the question, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. When playing the solo in Back Home by Andy Grammar, what are the three words that come to your mind when you're in the moment? Because the spotlight's on you. Uh, three words, three words. It's a, it's a banjo too, right? Oh yeah. Banjo, the spotlights on him, And for the people who don't know who have not gotten the gift to experience it yet, the guy goes one handed. Sometimes we've seen it in person. He <laughs> can do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are pictures to document this. So right now yeah, at the point, you better be like cutting to that, like photo, <laughs> the, the photo of
0: like Put the hand it, up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs>
1: Uh, can I curse on this podcast?
0: Absolutely, Cunt banjo, fuck shit.
1: fucking work. So what was it? Banjo, fucking work. Three words, man. Banjo, banjo fucking. Banjo, work. fucking work. You want to know why?
0: Absolutely, hit me with it.
1: I have fixed every single rental banjo in this entire country. <laughs> Probably more than once. Okay. It got to the point, Nick. Now yeah. let me tell you this. Now I. I thought that they, that all of the backline companies, all of the rental equipment companies were like in cahoots because once <laughs> it's a conspiracy, because it was a conspiracy, man. I kid you not, man. Literally like it's just about every other show, um, we'd show up and it would just be like, all right, what's the banjo going to look like today? You know? <laughs> um, cause just, you know, like my banjo, um, I see in the other room here in my studio, but, um, it's very special. It's a very special piece. It was, um, it was my wife's grannies. And, um, the, the day before she passed away, God rest her soul. Um, she looked at me and said, Hey, I want you to play my banjo for me. Yeah. Okay. And, um, not even a month after she left us, uh, Andy drops back home. And like, all right, man. I need you to learn how to play banjo, and wow. um yeah, I'm bringing out on tour. I'm like, wow. are you fucking kidding me? And like, I got a bunch of <clears throat> work for banjo that year. It was super random, <laughs> but she was always like, um, she would always reach out to me and and just like ask some you know little questions for some pointers here and there. Like, you know, how do how do I position my fingers here? I'm trying to work on this one thing. You know, like and um and you know i didn't realize how much of a big deal it was to her until um until after she passed and i got the banjo and all of her like her books and paperwork and lessons and stuff and i went through all these documents going like holy shit man like she was really in you know um so that banjo was really special to her um and music was was really special to her too so um yeah, I did tour with that banjo, but, you know, most of our bread and butter with with Andy was, um, you know, just like flying around doing private events or or radio shows and here and there and these you know corporate stuff and sprinkled in with, you know, some tour shows and stuff. So, you know, the last thing that I wanted to do was like put that put granny's banjo like under the belly of an airplane. You know, yeah, of course, yeah. last thing I'm going to do. So I would rent them and in, in every in every city that we'd go to. And um, I guess I was the only freaking person in the entire country that ever rented a banjo that needed <laughs> it to work, right? So I guess anybody else that rented a banjo either needed one for like for show or as just like a backup for a backup because I rent this thing expecting it to fucking work, right? Yeah, and sure. I'm not kidding. You do nine times out of 10, it would just not work at all. Like not even a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were times where, like, I'd show up and they'd be like, okay, cool, so we just went to Guitar Center and bought a banjo. Here you go. I'm like, okay, cool, how do I amplify this? Where's the pickup? Sure, like, yeah. Oh, uh, we'll be right back. Or, like, you <laughs> don't have one. Uh, okay. Just leave you hanging, yeah. So I'll make – anyway, so literally, like, I have, like – posts and pictures and videos of like all the millions of banjos that i've fixed around this country in the world actually um so i i'm like thoroughly convinced that all the backline companies started to go like oh wait if if we if we get a banjo and we send it to greg (laughs) he'll make it awesome so Like, I feel like even if they had like great banjos, if they knew that they had a shitty one and that I was going to be renting it, they'd be like, oh, you know what? This one needs work. Let's send it out to Greg because Andy's coming into town. And when we get it back from him, it'll be fucking perfect.
0: It'll be better than ever. Yeah.
1: I mean, literally, (laughs) dude, like, I've got stories fixing banjos, like, man, just like gaff taping everything from like, like I'm fucked. I need something. I'm gonna gaff tape a goddamn 57 to the to the truss rod. You know, going going through the drum, like <laughs> on the inside of this. To like, um. Oh, it has pickup, but this, you know, asshole, like didn't understand <laughs> how it worked, and so he left like half of the 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 important piece, like in the original box, and like threw it away. You know.
0: And then so, now you like, got to I'm, find that piece sitting yeah
1: sitting here like <laughs> MacGyvering shit like you know like does anybody have anything that conducts electricity anybody have any metal that conducts electricity you know yeah. like sitting here i'll i'll forward you a post man i literally yeah. took a 9 volt battery <laughs> and like and um and, and cannibalized it for its skin because it's ferret, you know it conducts yeah. electricity it's magnetic um what and turned you it Turned it into a pickup for a banjo. No. Yeah. In Hawaii, because there was nothing else. We were on a fucking island, right? It's like, okay, it's <laughs> the
0: car center here. It's island. Yeah. How many hours did you have? How many hours did that take? No. To get how much, like, before showtime, like, I got to make this happen. What you? you, well, how much time are you working with there?
1: And sometimes we were talking like, you know, sometimes we were talking like an hour. Sometimes I had more time. Jeez. like. This Hawaii show, like, thank God I had a couple of hours, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm looking around going like, okay, what are my options here? Like, I need to make this work. Um, I literally took the skin off a nine volt battery, sanded it down, uh, you know, found some glue, glued it to the top of the thing, like made a pickup for this whole thing, took it apart, found <laughs> some guy that had a soldering iron, you know, rewired the whole thing and put it together, you know, and it sounds great. Um, yeah but yeah, those are three words. Banjo fucking work, please. God.
0: <laughs> Banjo fucking work. Yeah. Love it. Love
1: it. Was, it. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. I, yeah. I mean,
1: like <laughs> another time they showed up with like, here, we got you one from guitar center and we bought a pickup for it. I'm like, Oh, so I have to install the pickup. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, you asshole. Really? You know? So yeah, they bought yeah. like the, the cheapest like stupid most generic little like boundary pickup thing ever that's not designed to go on a banjo right (laughs) so i have to like 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 sand this thing off it and like strip the foot the foam off of it and they like give me gorilla glue and and (laughs) i have a show in like half an hour at this point because it took them all goddamn day to go find me goddamn banjo right like, this is one of those, like, I've got 30 minutes to make this work before showtime th- type of things. And <laughs> so I glue this stupid pickup to the bottom of the head. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I need this glue to dry. And it's Gorilla Glue and it takes forever to dry. Yeah. So like, what is around here? Like, I need a blow dryer sure, or some
0: fan, something, yeah.
1: hot air or a hot fan. It was a cold day on the East Coast. Sure. And there was a natural gas burning generator. Like, you okay. know, a like hundred feet away. So I'm literally like standing on top <laughs> of this generator Lord. with a fucking banjo over the exhaust vent, like trying to cure the glue. I'm I'm kid- I'm not kidding you, dude. Like it, endless, endless banjo stories. So anyway, let's move on because I'm, I am very obviously scarred from banjo <laughs> saga.
0: I mean, that might have been the greatest answer to a first question we've ever had right there.
1: Dude, I mean, I go all in, bro.
0: That was, uh, yeah, that's a, the definition of a moment where you're like, what? This is not in the job description, right?
1: Here. No, it's not. Like, no, no. I was hired as a guitar player. And what I ended up... And you're
0: doing- huddled over at, uh, a, a fan dry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, dude, that is the greatest answer of all time. That was the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got well. Now you got to send me the. You said you took pictures. I'm gonna need because pic- we got to clip this now. We're gonna okay. clip it, send the pictures, and then while the clip plays, we'll just rotate pictures in and out. <laughs> I'll find these here of what they are because these this is great. We got to give it.
1: Um, um, that is yeah. All right, lay the next one on me and I'll I'll uh I'll continue to look for us
0: and, and send it to you, of course. Yes. Um, also, yes, and run it back right now with the first. What we we're talking about the thing. Came to me when you're telling it, Mio. That's what it is for the water. Boom, Mio energy comes in.
1: Mio, actually, that's I wasn't. It. I wasn't thinking of that one.
0: Not Mio, oh, but Crystal that's Ice. One.
1: That's what it was. You
0: said Crystal Light. Crystal Light, yeah. You said oh, fucking yeah. said that one already. Okay, well, all right. When it's not Crystal Light, it's go. another one. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, good. We have options now.
0: <laughs> Twenty twenty-one, right? Things yeah. are looking up. It's a 2021 podcast, uh, Crystal Light, Mio. We don't care which one you pick, but we need people to sponsor the show. So somebody come in with the money. Yeah, We're right. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So t- so I've seen you guys play twice. So we we, we watched both shows there. It was great. I th- I'm pretty sure you threw your picks out. Um, you, I mean, again, I mean, I'm not going to take it personal. You didn't. Uh, you didn't throw it to me, but it's what oh, it is,
1: man. You just weren't cute enough, sweetheart. I mean,
0: yeah, I had my best shoes. I had my Jordan fives on. It's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> there. I
1: just I couldn't see them in the crowd, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're low. They're low. They're a pair low. Yeah. Um. It was great, but it was a great show. Um. But how, I want to know what did you like? How long have you been playing for? What age did you start playing? Um. Obviously, there's you could go. I'm sure for hours on your backstory, but like, what okay. age did you start playing? And uh, you know, how, how did you get started with everything?
1: So I started playing guitar when I was 12. Cool. Wow. Um, That's
0: a little later than, I guess. I was, I was...
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, later than later than some kids, um, it was at a very, like, uh, pivotal time, I guess, in in my childhood, early adolescence. Uh, it was, like, right when my parents were getting divorced, and it was ugly. Yeah.
0: You're going through a puberty time
1: like it's some tough, yeah. psychological warfare going on between my parents. And just, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty damaging. Um, yeah. It's and, just, it's uh, an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just like, you know, I, I really like, he was hearing, hearing different things from both of them. Couldn't really like trust either of my parents. And when you like, when you come to realize that and you're like, you know, and you're 12.
0: Yeah, sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Know,
1: like your whole foundation is just kind of like, you know, ripped out from underneath you. And so that was like like music became like um that foundation. Music was just like, okay, this is my constant in life. This is the the one thing I know that I can count on and, and rely on, you know, to be there, um, and be consistent. Um, That's yeah, so try when I was yeah. 12. Um, and um, I just got a shitty Yamaha acoustic guitar, I still have it. No, yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, and uh, are you taking
0: lessons at this point? Are you teaching yourself.
1: Um, at that point, um, I took one 30 minute lesson every two weeks, is what my parents were down to do, <laughs> yeah um i think for the first like just a couple months and then that was it and then and then they stopped um and i can't remember why i don't remember if it's just like yeah we can't afford it or whatever um so i was on my own like after sure. the first six months i so i guess what did i have like um 10 lessons or something like that yeah. so you got
0: the, the basic chords where i mean yeah if that's Right, perfect.
1: like here's d chord here's an a chord you know figure you know? out c here's, <laughs> here's- yeah. go fuck yourself with f yeah no.
0: we're not even gonna <laughs> tell you about bars yet <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> you'll you'll learn that you'll learn that when you're older yeah <laughs> uh, um but yeah uh so super basic you know like here's twist and shout you know here's the one thing the one thing that that got me was just like uh you know i was really into the beatles at that point um yeah. that was my second favorite band first favorite band was the beach boys Boom! Oh.
0: really for guitar
1: yeah. really
0: before i started playing guitar okay but are you, were you like listen to the guitar in those songs or were you just like that's just overall my favorite band
1: that was just like i mean I was,
0: man, how old was i like, yeah we're like eight, you're like eight at this point <laughs> yeah like you're like eight, really young yeah
1: like eight, when I just like that, was when I like you know, seven or eight. When it was when I like really started to like um get into music and just be like, Oh, you know, I really started to dig in, you know. Yeah. And I got a couple of uh cassette tapes. Are we old? Are we
0: old? My old, yeah. Look, well, you, you beat me. I don't, I didn't have tapes. You're a little bit older than me. You got the tapes. You I had DVDs or tapes. CDs. I had CDs, Fuck, man. Yeah, no. Um you had tapes. You had the tapes back in the day though. Yeah, man. Tape bro. <laughs> it was fucking analog, bro. Um <laughs> we uh, were buying CDs at like uh at local shops for me back when yeah. I was there. Yeah, but never had the yeah. tapes. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I had tapes, um and a little boom box and um was blasting beach boys. I think it was the harmonies that got me. Sure, of course um, with yeah. them
0: too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah.
1: and then and then of course it was the beatles yeah. um and that was like you know um before parents divorced and through like i think that was when i was listening to beatles a lot and for so many different reasons man beatles were just like i mean i dug in i went in hard on all the beatles and there was this station here out in la it was an am radio station okay all they would do was play non-stop beatles 24 7 okay it was awesome. Like I went through like I probably listened to just about every song. It was really cool. Um, so anyway, um, I was just I took the song Revolution to my teacher and was just like, "Yo, I want to learn how to play this." Yeah, you know, just like and Revolution, just like a standard blues song. Really, sure. that was kind of like my intro into blues. Um, and um, and so he just taught me, you know, like the basic blues riff you know and um, I just remember working on that a bunch and it being like a real like emotional time and the shit that was going on at home and for the very first time I remember just like getting sucked into a world and going like whoa where did I go you know for that first time just experience like you know you know, getting enveloped in music and going somewhere.
0: A passion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, music for me is like is an all-encompassing, like almost like borderline, like out of body experience a lot of times. Um and that was the first time I'd like went some I like left and went somewhere. And it was yeah. it was pretty <laughs> surreal. I just remember I mean, I could I could see the whole scene in my head, man. I could see the strings in my I could see Everything that whole scene is forever, like you know, like frozen in my memory. I will see
0: it for the rest of my life. That was
1: the moment, you know. How
0: and how old are you at this point?
1: Might have been just about 13.
0: Okay, so only a year after, and you're yeah, yeah, that's that's insanity, man. Yeah, that's when you is that when it just kind of that was when it it clicked,
1: and I was just like, oh, this I need more this is like that, you know? <laughs> um and um yeah i just started um you know picking up stuff from friends and going online and you know finding tablature and listening to a lot of music and trying to teach myself some stuff yeah um,
0: who's influenced you at this point uh like guitarist wise who are you looking at like as famous guitarist that's you're like yeah i want to be like that i want to be playing like he's playing okay so
1: it, <laughs> because after the beatles it was the band yes
0: yes why do i know them what's uh well, What's the prog
1: rock, rock band from the 70s
0: do i know what's the do they have a huge single
1: yeah uh roundabout is probably like the one of the most known songs is that or um um
0: oh my brain I, don't it's worry just, we can do a quick google search we got the we don't have the fucking funds yet but we're gonna get i got you i got you i got it up here yeah yes i got it <laughs> we uh, both got yes trippy um, logos
1: okay so like roundabout yeah oh i've seen all the people i've seen all
0: the people yeah of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That one love on will find of a way of you don't know, own a lonely heart yeah and, and love will find a way right uh yeah that um, one i've heard too and you're yeah okay okay i kind of recognize it. i i don't know i don't know your move though that one came oh
1: you you'd recognize that if you heard it okay cool um that's like an iconic song um anyway so i got into those guys because they were just like you know intense musicianship um and just like really pushing things to the limit and stuff like that. And I mean, you want to, you know, talk about like getting transported to another world when you listen to their stuff. Like, yeah, you don't even have to do drugs, like, <laughs> <put up laughs> headphones and close your eyes and yeah. you're good. Um, uh, so I got way into them and, um, their guitarist, Steve Howe, is just like a freaking monster, man. Um, I mean, just like, there's, uh, I think, the very first Yes record that I listened to was called the Yes album. It was a, a, a self-titled record. Yeah. Um, and there's one acoustic song, just an, just acoustic guitar. It's just this guy, Steve Howe, just sitting down, live playing an acoustic guitar. This this piece he wrote called the Clap, and it sounds at at times it sounds like there's like three guitar players playing, but it's just him. But it's just him. And that just like mesmerized me. I'm just like, yeah, this is incredible.
0: Sure said it, yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy.
1: Um, so that was he was like he was the first like you know, guitar player. I was just like um idolized. Yeah. Um and Steve, then after oh, that oh. keeping keeping uh in the uh the theme of 70s prog rock. Um <laughs> it's just like, you know, I guess that's who I am.
0: yeah at heart that's the way it's at the song yeah
1: all right i guess that's you know fine uh, (laughs) fine um i got really into the band rush um i mean and i mean i've got you know got their records and stuff like that up on my walls and stuff um huge influence um you know Alex Lifeson from from that band was just huge influence on me like everything from tone and and taste and feel and just and 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 composition and all that stuff um yeah and I think I identified with them mostly because they were a little bit more of a a fusion of like they had a, a lot more of that like classic rock influence. And that's what like, that's what my parents listened to, like growing up, like, you know, in the garage, working on the car with my dad, he'd right. be blasting like dire straits yep. and, you know, like AC, Nostalgic, AC yeah. and, and stuff like that, you know, so, um, so that's like, you know, like roots rock is, is probably like, like where I come from at the core, um,
0: pride rock
1: yeah somebody's pride rock <laughs> yeah um and uh yeah man a lot of influential guitar players i mean david gilmore from pink floyd i mean yeah i mean that guy can say more with one note than like and than most guitar players I, would I ever hope to say you
0: know eddie yeah. yeah i mean talk, take eddie too Addie Van Halen this, it. i mean I mean, you want to talk
1: and let's talk about let's talk about this year and how many people we lost. Like, yeah, there were three times this last year that like I got stopped dead in my tracks and like had to take a moment. Yeah. The first one was when Neil Peart died, the drummer from Rush.
0: Of course. Yeah.
1: I was in a session with a client working and I got that email and um i just i hit a, i just i hit my talk back mike i'm like dude i need you to come in here for a minute i need to like i need a second
0: <laughs> yeah you said you got it by an email
1: or yeah. some yeah i think or or somebody texted me
0: um that the email way might have been the old that that's showing your age right there if you're getting text alerts by <laughs>
1: oh go fuck yourself. <laughs> um
0: no but yeah no he, yeah, he no, it was, he it was like
1: Actually, I think it was my brother texted me. Okay, yeah, my brother texted me. Yeah, and was like, "Yo, Neil Purchase died." I'm like, "Yeah, no way." Um, and then I I went on all the socials and stuff like that, and 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 saw
0: it was true. And it and didn't feel, I, but in the moment, yeah, like you're saying, it felt like no, there's no no way he did. And then yeah, oh like, dude, it was what the fuck? it was pretty yeah.
1: intense. And I had a really good friend. I have a really good friend. Um that knew him Um, and uh, I hit him up like right as I found out the news. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I knew he's like, yeah. Like we were all asked to like, keep it super under wrap. Yeah. But he dealt with brain cancer for about three years.
0: And didn't say shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and is that not the theme of this year with people passing?
1: Dude, it was just like, everybody was just like, yo, I'm out.
0: peace." And don't worry about it. No, we're not telling anyone. I mean, I mean, you want to talk about, and, and the greats too. I mean, him, uh, Chadwick, right? Yeah. Uh, Black Panther didn't say a word. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we just yeah. talked about it last week on the podcast, actually. But the, there's this wrestler who just passed away, um, Brody Lee, and he didn't say anything about the lung failure he was going through. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just crazy, man. I, I mean, I've never in a single year have seen so many people, with, especially with the pandemic, just keep quiet about their condition and, mm-hmm. then, and these legends, superstars. Um, so yeah, so sorry, you were saying that, that was the, that was the first one.
1: Yeah, that was the first um, one. Bill Withers was the second oh, mm-hmm. one. Dude, he's huge influence on me, man.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if you saw, I, I like actually made the time to, <laughs> to, uh, to film myself doing a cover of a Bill Withers song. It was a solo arrangement with one of my looper pedals and stuff like that. I did it here in my spot um i covered um use me which is like one of my go-to covers like anytime i do a bar gig or something like that yeah um um i'll send you a link to that
0: too um yeah we'd love to link it up and we'll post it
1: yeah man um so that one hit me super hard and then i didn't realize how much eddie van halen was gonna hit me when it did When I got that news, man, that was like, that was really hard. That was just like, man, you know, yeah. I was transported to like, you know, being 15 in my bedroom, like learning ain't talking about love, or you know, like trying, trying to learn eruption, or
0: (laughs) everyone's attempt at it, yeah,
1: yeah, or or Panama, or like, (laughs) um. But yeah, just like, and and I didn't, you know, it it took me a second. I really had to had to stop and think about how much Ed's playing influenced me uh, as a guitar player, and how much, how much, just like, how much about him influenced me, and so many other guitar players. And I really started to dig into to that and reflect on all the aspects of modern guitar that he had brought yeah. to light at that point in time and that just like forever changed the way we all played Sure. um you know um and that was that was pretty huge that was a big deal to see him go and to to understand and, and like i said reflect on the legacy that he that he left behind and the amount of influence that he had on all guitar players absolutely
0: yeah i didn't
1: you are i don't even care if you're somebody like andy who doesn't even know who eddie van halen is you still know (laughs) who eddie van halen is yeah and and therefore he has influenced you like that's mind-blowing you know to 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 be able to have that much reach because of like of something inside of you i think that's incredible
0: yeah and what something you said that actually stood out was when you said you know try to learn eruption uh learning panama like how many people have said the sentence you just said right now, the millions of people that, that, that influenced and try to change it. So, I mean, insanity. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. I mean, just what a, what a tough loss that was. And uh, like you said, yeah, I mean, even guys, I I mean, I had no idea Andy did not know who that was, but uh, it influences you whether you hear, I mean, whether you know it's him or not playing it, you hear that their music and you're just like, this is something else. This is another level yeah incredible
1: yeah and then you know i did a bunch of reading about him and stuff like that and just just his like i mean it's very obvious that i'm a nerd about my gear and my 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 stuff and you know an engineer at heart um and um you know that's like that was one of the things that got me about him too because he was the same way um you know i remember reading about um, when he was developing um, the the latest, the 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 final incarnation of the Wolfgang guitar with with uh, with the guys over at Fender, um, under his like EVH uh, brand okay, which, which is owned by Fender, um, and I remember reading that article about like how they'd bring him in to test out some of the prototypes, and sure. and he'd be like. He'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and and they turn around and he's like, like gutting the guitar in front yeah. of them. Like, no, this is all wrong. Here's what you need to do. Like, hand me a fucking screwdriver. Like, here's you need to like get rid of these get mounting rings. Like, this pickup needs to be mounted directly into the wood. He's like, I can hear it when it's on springs on a mounting ring. He's like, does not, does not hit the same way. You yeah. know, it's like, I'm particular. I know what I want. You know, dude, I respect that, man. I respect you.
0: Yeah, and it's that—that's a guy who's shutting up. Uh, you know, self experts who built this guitar. Experts that built this.
1: Like, who do you think Fender is going to task to build Eddie Van Halen's prototype guitar? Like the (laughs) best that they can possibly like have to offer.
0: (laughs) He was like, "Fuck it."
1: Those dudes are just like, "Oh shit," you know. (laughs) Ed's like, I don't give a fuck, man. I know what I want. Like, I've done this a million times. Like, I built my shit from the ground up. I know what I know what I need.
0: Um, so, so next time you walk in to do a show, Dandy, I need you to just rip up the guitar and be like, this shit doesn't work for me, and <laughs> build well, you all. Good t-
1: <laughs> yeah, about that. Um, I don't know if if you had had gotten the memo, but I left um, end of last year, August of last year.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. Well, that's uh, that's on there now. We yeah. uh, we got that not noted. But um, and good terms are. I we could just. we we'll add it to I
1: still with work with yeah. him every week. Perfect. Cool. Now yeah. it's to let you know. Like I had. Um, we had our
0: second kid. Um. Yes, I did, dude. Congrats again, man. I mean, I, I reached out to you about the family and everything, but congrats again about that. Appreciate that, dude. Yeah. Um.
1: So we had our our second kid. Um. April of last year I mean not last year I'm 2018 now um yeah and uh yeah time is flying I'm so glad 2020 is gone um (laughs) so so uh yeah my son was born 2019 and um and you know uh, April 2019 and um it was pretty clear very early on that like it was gonna be next to impossible to keep on touring with yeah. two kids at home and my wife that also works full time. Um superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's a she's a freaking rock star, dude. Um and I just like it just became not fun, man. Like every time we go out, all I could feel was just like this overpowering guilt that had been rising and building since our first since our first kid was born
0: absolutely um, yeah and- this is an uncommon here yeah absolutely yeah.
1: and it's just like it was just like tearing me apart inside man and it's just like i i can't i don't feel right doing this and it and it the the difficult thing is uh when you know what you're put on this earth to do sure and you know, with every fiber of your being, what you have been put on this earth to do. And, and then when you align with that, and you're doing what you were put on this earth to do, and something starts to conflict with that. I mean, just like, that's a pretty heavy thing, man. Uh, So that was, that was, um, yeah, it was heavy, it was really tough to deal with and, and internalize and and come to terms with. But um, I just had to do something about it. And, um, and also, at the end of the day, you know, I was a hired gun. Absolutely, uh, Yeah. And, and it's funny to think, but always in the back of my mind, I was just like, man, I'm just a hired gun here. I love Andy to death. He's, you know, one of the greatest people uh, I've ever had the pleasure of working with um and one of my best friends too i mean i i went to college with him so i've known him forever crazy uh, yeah and um and that's why i jumped on um with him because it's just like okay if i'm if i'm gonna have any hope of touring and having a family it's gonna be with this dude like i know him he's a family man like he's not into like partying and all that stuff he's 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 in it for the music and to work hard and to do great stuff you know so important yeah yeah so um so that's why i jumped on with him in the first place um and then when all when i saw that this just was not going to work it's just like man like how do i deal with this like what do i do um but yeah like i said at the end of the day i was a hired gun and um you know, I didn't really have any intellectual property in, in any of his stuff. Um, so it's just like, Oh man, if something ever happens to him or happens, you know, in the world or something like that, I have nothing. Yeah. You know, I have no, this is it. it's gone. I have nothing to fall back on. I have no, um, you know, I have no like royalties that I can, you know, cash in on or nothing. So that, that longevity, you know, like needing that longevity and that like intellectual property and something, something that I can own and, and, um, and, and uh to have that sort of foundation was, was really important. And that was also the other main catalyst in me making that decision. Yeah. And lo and behold, what happens six, eight months later, like worldwide pandemic and nobody's
0: touring. Sure. And so, now you're home
1: so i had an eight month head start on the rest of the world man
0: yeah what was uh, the so you turn you you know you close the doors on the touring life what what's the turn to that is it the the studio life you're doing uh you know recordings and stuff like that or what's the, what's the what's the now the new plan
1: yeah so i built a recording studio uh this recording studio yeah uh in the back of my property um, and um and uh yeah man i just uh i was always recording and producing um i supported myself in college actually like as an engineer and and a a session musician yeah so like the studio like the recording studio was like um definitely a comfort zone for me and actually um more familiar uh, you know, from the get go, that's where I started. Um, so for me, it was just like, all right, well, you know, I can just go back to doing the studio thing, uh, which is fine. Um, and I built my spot here, was just trying to drum up a lot of business and work, you know, and clients and just reestablish myself in town after literally being gone for seven years. Yeah, touring, yeah um like people just forget who you are and forget that you exist sure or they just like you know think that you're forever touring with Andy Grammar right yeah <laughs> I mean so, they
0: move on it's LA yeah
1: yeah so um so that was you know just a lot of work a lot of like whiteboarding sessions just to like plot out my course um and uh get back into the scene um uh, but yeah man, it was it was weird. Once pandemic hit, um I looked around and was just like
0: holy shit. Yeah. It was all for a reason. It was. Worked out. It, I mean, it will work out. It will it's going to be great. It's going to be moving on. It did. Work. Um, it did work out and it's going to continue to work and it's going to be great and you got two kids now. Yeah. I mean, my Life. phone
1: blowing up as soon as pandemic hit. And guess who one of the first people was to hit me up? <laughs> who? Andy. She's like, yo, bro.
0: Yo, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do you know about live streaming? What do you know about this? Like, what do you know? <laughs>
0: um, like everything. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. like I already had workflows in place of doing, you know, remote sessions and virtual sessions and stuff like that. So when this hit, it was, I looked around was just like, does anybody else see this? Like, I felt like <laughs> – I was trying to figure out, like, a good analogy here. But, um, you know, when you watch the cartoons and, like, there's, like, a big, huge, like, boulder or something that's going <laughs> to, like, smash one of the characters and it has one little hole in it. And like it smashes everything around, but like the good guy like gets caught in that little yeah. hole when the when the like boulder rolls over. And then when it hits, he like looks around going like <laughs> fine, but nothing else is. Yeah. Like, oh shit, you know. Um
0: and scientifically you shouldn't even fit in that hole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like like I like I kind of feel guilty because like I got a one up and everybody else is like, I'm dead right now.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, you went through and back dude. before anyone, know, like you've been through some shit. So it, it's don't feel guilty about it.
1: Yeah. So, so at, at first I was just like, Oh shit. Like I'm, I was super behind the curve, like, you know, getting off the road, getting back into the scene. And now the tables like flipped and everybody's hitting me up, like going like, yo, I need you. I need you. So it it's pretty intense. Um, I also started a company. Well, tell us about that. Uh, it's a production company. Um, it's called Streamified, and um, of course, we specialize in um, producing live virtual events. Um, Which we love. Um, I got two partners. One of them is in Minneapolis, and uh, the other one is is just uh, north of Toronto.
0: Okay, are going international with it
1: yeah um hell yeah yeah try starting a company with an international partner and <laughs> in and, a pandemic. and having a in a pandemic <laughs> um and, and starting a, a you know like a business bank account and all that stuff that was fun
0: <laughs> yeah pay i'm sure paperwork you've never seen before
1: bro i had to talk to 50 different bankers for, <laughs> for to to finally get one that was just like yeah we can do this no problem yeah are you kidding me I, I was just told no by so more people than I can count. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna tell me? Yeah, it. no problem. Like, well, let's do this right now. Like, fuck is wrong with all these other people that I just talked to?
0: Yeah, like, like why? Yeah, why are you tell me? Yes, yeah, but when forty eight just said no, yeah, like, what do you mean? He's yeah. <laughs> um, like, well, there's there's ways. <laughs> yeah, ways.
1: but, dude. I mean, that's like if there's a will, there's a way, and that's what I've learned. Um, being around movers and shakers, you know, um, like if you want something, you go get it. You don't wait for it to come to you or it's never going to come. Absolutely. If you want anything great in life, you got to work your ass off for it. Absolutely. Because if you didn't have to work your ass
0: off for it, it wouldn't be great. Well, right there. Should we clip that? I think think we got to clip that. I mean, there you go. And then we're gonna put the banjo in. <laughs> put the broken. It wouldn't be great. And then we cut to the broken banjo right there.
1: You want to know the funniest part?
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a shitty banjo player,
0: dude. No, 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 but for thirty you got 30 seconds. That's all you need for me dude. to believe you're the greatest of all. To be, you're playing dooley. That's the greatest of all at that point.
1: Oh, that's 15 more seconds than most people.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. And by the way, the timing of how that all lined up was just. I mean. It's, it's unbelievable it's a great that's great um all right cool well we i do have i got some fun questions too um all right to move past we're 2020s in the past we got some fun fun questions of 2021 we got you know let's start with kind of like the eddie stuff um dream group you're the guitarist right you're playing guitar you get a front man you get a bassist you get a drummer Let's who's Greg's dream group? Let's hear it. Your guitar in.
1: Um, probably Dave Grohl
0: drumming. Look at that. Not on vocals. Note that. Not on vocals. I mean, he could sing too. <laughs> nah, you put him on jobs. You put <laughs> he, could, he could
1: sing harmonies as well. <laughs> um he's a badass. He's he's one of my favorites. Um
0: yeah, I'm a diehard girl fan. Big girl fan.
1: I just love his energy. I love right? his energy and what he stands for. Yeah, uh, his tattoos suck a little
0: bit, but the but, uh, energy is good. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know them that well. <laughs> no, they're, they're just, like, terrible. The one on his leg left by, it's horrible. Uh,
1: Dude, he was hanging out with a bunch of fucking heroin addicts yeah. for a long time,
0: so. <laughs> Not everyone made it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Lucky to be here.
1: You know <laughs> he's, just, he's happy he's lucky to be here, to be here.
0: if we're uh, picking other tattoos maybe we're, we're the ones yeah not, uh... <laughs> um, so grow uh, on drums can, We got grow on drums you are guitar
1: all right who's playing bass man Um, this is a really good question I've never thought about this who would play bass man that's a great question. Somebody like a Getty would be rad. Somebody kind of
0: like a Getty Lee. Would like it? Rad. Not can that full commitment to Getty Lee? Good. I mean, sure.
1: Like I, guess I could just go out and say it and be like, I just like just don't want to say that, but yeah, I'm fine with saying that. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it.
0: Don't worry. This is this podcast <laughs> is not going to change. Not going to break news. Greg cares pick Gaddy Lee as <laughs> face You're fine. You're gonna be. You're gonna wake up tomorrow. It's gonna be good.
1: Let's just put it this say. Let's just put it this way. If 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 Gaddy Lee and Dave Grill hit me up, we're just like, yo, dude, hit you up. <laughs> uh, we've got this idea for a project, and we love you to be a part of it. Um, I wouldn't say no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm happy you wouldn't turn them down.
1: Uh, who would sing? Who would sing? You know, um, one of my favorite singers is actually a friend of mine. He's such a fucking monster. Um, you cop out and go Andy right now, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, all respect and given but no um it would be um it, my man I just keep thinking about my buddy Mark um that, like that's we don't know Mark just no Mark? we know Mark we know Mark the band Dirty Honey Dirty Honey okay I gotta check them out man they are they are they're awesome they're 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 fucking badass
0: what are we what kind of music are we talking here they're like name, classic the rock revival. Oh, beautiful!
1: They're like Aerosmith, Black Rose, Zeppelin. y yeah. um, yeah. that's yeah. their vibe. They're they're fantastic. They're all like my best friends. Um, their bass player and I had several bands in the past. Um, he's one of my best friends,
0: Justin. Um, is what I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's my he's my fucking dude.
0: Um, cool. Yeah, to I, used to sub,
1: I used to sub in that band for, for their guitar player, John, um, when the stars aligned and when I was actually in town, when he needed <laughs> a sub, like, I can't tell you how many times he would call me be like, yo, I need a sub. Um, and I'd be like, fuck, I'm out of town. Or like, I'm leaving tonight. Or like, uh, I just left. Or I got a rehearsal or something like that. Uh, most of the time I was just like not in town. Sure, um, but the few times that like those stars aligned, and I was just like, "Yes, I will fucking be there." Um,
0: <laughs> no banjo, <laughs> like no
1: banjo, um, was like some of the best, greatest times, musical times ever. Man, they were they're so much fun to play with. They used to play this little um, this little like shitty spot in santa monica called the basement tavern, the basement it, tavern. it's okay. it's in a basement of <laughs> of of the spot in santa monica and like i mean this is california dude we don't have basements
0: yeah I, yeah
1: <laughs> you know what i mean so you can imagine um but that's like literally one of my favorite spots to play
0: yeah it ripped shut shredded. yeah
1: it's it's so it was like it was amazing it was just, just like packed like you can't move in there oh and I, this, yeah and this fucking dude is swinging from the goddamn rafters like <laughs> just like ripping ripping macy's songs and, and you know or zeppelin's like sure. it's, it's total badass um yeah so so that'd be fun i i feel like um man um if i really think about it I, i'd want some I'd want a singer that's a little bit more on the like heady side
0: of than Mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, no offense to Mark, like he's so, got yeah. he's got all the balls and all of the swagger and all of the pipes and all of the soul. He's such a monster and such a badass. I have so much respect for that dude. Um, he's so much fun to play with. Oh my God, we had so much fun. Um, yeah. But I think if I had my choice, it would be somebody a little on on the headier side. Fuck, man, that's a good question. That's Shit, that's Nick, cool. I'm gonna have to like really think about this, man. You're making me use my brain.
0: God damn it. We're gonna we'll edit it in. If you got to email in later, we'll <laughs> 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 we'll edit it and We'll just go. Uh, make Jagger I literally never report. thought
1: about that ever. It's just you know. Anyway,
0: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I uh that, maybe it would be me singing. Maybe that's why. Maybe who? Maybe would be me singing. Are you? A, are you a singer? You got pipes? Yeah. Or, don't say yeah. Like I, I like. And you post constantly. You sing it vocal. I, I mean, I don't. You I promote don't. the engineering. You promote the the I, streamified, You promote the guitar. There's no singing yet, but we'd love to hear it. Not, not. Don't break it out right now on the podcast. The no problem, I'm not
1: that guy. I'm not
0: that guy. Yeah, we don't. Uh, it's we get you a good it, karaoke song. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll send you that. I'll send you that cover of me doing that Bill Withers song.
0: Perfect. So you're singing in that. Yep. All right. And if you want to send like a karaoke piece if you, like you know, like sixteen Coronas deep singing Copacabana, like we, should, like that would be that could go viral. That one's the one that we're. Yeah, it's <laughs> not my vibe. The, Cop- <laughs> the Copacabana, Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. All right. So that's so the dream group we're locking in is, uh, we're not lock not locking in. We've made it we're not locking mark in yet I'm, um
1: yeah no. that's pencil that's pencil in.
0: okay it's you it's you or mark it's gonna be a sing-off um and then we got grow on drums um where we go getty on bass and you and you on guitar so you yeah <laughs> you, you know my, step my, it up <laughs>
1: yeah my like thought for for like an for for a band like if i had my like absolute dream sort of situation would just be a bunch It would be like an all-star band everybody would be singing and like i'm not sure if there would be like a set front man or it'd be kind of like a pink floyd situation where like you know there's like there's like sort of two guys that do you know like a lot yeah it's, it's it's a lot more collaborative a lot more of like a team and 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 you're boosting like the entity and the essence of a band instead of just like necessarily one person but sure i don't know dude that's like what i always like had in my head so
0: there we go all right so we got that's a great dream group we got the we got greg's dream group not locked in penciled in. (laughs) and because i i mean i we've asked that who do we ask that to i think we asked that to rob um and then we asked i think we asked that to mike um i'm not they they did lock it in they did they did commit to it they felt good about it um I've never heard their none of them name their friends, by the way. So shout out to you like naming a local guy. They all went like they went Freddie Mercury, they went legends, they went like deep. Oh, um, but you yeah. went local, but no, but you had some little friendship pride right there. We love that. <laughs>
1: well, dude, that's I mean man, that's 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 kind of me in a nutshell. Like I'm loyal to my friends.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. It's good. So, speaking of his friends, and speaking of Mike and them, we need to settle a little bit of a debate here because Mike's told oh, this story on the podcast, and he actually he found out that we were talking with you about trying to get John, and he said you, to bring it up to you. Um, it's about how he tore his ACLs. Now, um, oh is man, is it true? The reason it was a basketball game and the man did are you do you hoop at all either are you i mean how, how do you hold up and
1: i did play way back in in like <clears throat>
0: like before high like middle school i played basketball
1: and then i hurt my foot um and i kind of stopped playing um and i started playing guitar and like everything everything fell to the wayside
0: sure yeah
1: um um so yeah i mean like I jumped in with them a couple of times, but like (laughs) they were so aggressive with sports on the road that like, I would just get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like, that's just, I mean, like there's, I've got, I'm more of like a, like, you know, put me on a mountain bike, put me on a racer, (laughs) bike, like, uh, you know, like I'll destroy you. Sure. Um, you know, put me in a put me in a go kart. Like I'll destroy you. Okay, uh, yeah. You know, just I, like I have my things. I have my my go to like athletic sport. You know, like a couple of things like that. Like put me on a pair of skis. I will fucking mutilate <laughs> you.
0: Um. Um. I don't know if that sentence has ever been said. By the way, put no, me on a pair of skis. I will mutilate you. <laughs>
1: yeah, like. I've, yeah you want to call me old school no i don't snowboard i ski i'm a two planker for life man he's a two
0: planker i'm a two planker (laughs) that's um
1: but yeah you know so like but those are a little bit more like specialized not like
0: (laughs) we need equipment for that yeah
1: yeah you know um so yeah it's just we would play racquetball or like or basketball or something i would just get hurt man so um I kind of laid out after the first tour of, of, you know, trying to, trying to fit in that way. I just accepted, accepted, um you know, who I, who I was and, and the situation <laughs> for what it was. But I remember, dude, I was there when Mike, Mike tore that. And um, I can see the gym in my head where we were at. Um, <laughs> and I remember when he took the fall, I was, Oh man, it, it was,
0: was so for those who, who are just uh, any new listeners we have, I like to think everyone's been in since day one, but
1: oh, uh, oh, no. he played the show that night, play
0: the he show? played the show? yeah, uh, yeah, I know. And he, but by the way, if you we got to get you the episode, uh, he acts like it's nothing, he's like, yeah, oh no, no, I did play, like, like what, <laughs> like, what are you talking? About? It was like, yeah, it was painful, but whatever,
1: right now, like, <laughs> sympathetically, because of. of- <laughs> how big of a deal that was like, all of us. We were just like in awe. Like Mike Baker was already a God to us. Yeah. Like, and, and then like after that night, after he like ripped through that show and still crushed it, like he was just like skyrocketed into just like forever immortal God status.
0: <laughs> the, just, if, like, Well, do you know how it stemmed? Do you remember that? Like what led to the challenge of a, uh... I think because they were playing one-on-one, right?
1: Was it one-on-one? I don't remember if it was one-on-one or if it was like a game that they're like a pickup game that they were playing with a couple of the local college kids that were there.
0: Okay. So what he told me, which I, maybe I'm messing this up, but you guys are doing rehearsal beforehand yep. and he's not into, re- he's, he's such a big basketball fan that there's like a hoop in it and he's not paying attention to yep. rehearsal. Right. And you guys are like, Andy, come on, like, let's do it. And it's like, it's something. Oh, Andy.
1: that was the he was like throwing fucking three throws, free throws from stage. Yes,
0: on that one, yeah. So he's trying to make this shot, like this whatever, however far it was shot, and he doesn't do it. And then Mike, on like his like second or third try, like nails it, <laughs> and it pisses Andy off, and Andy <laughs> then challenges him the one on one, yeah. <laughs> and he goes. So then they start playing, and I guess Mike, because you know Mike's a body, Mike was backing him down. On andy and i guess he had a good lead and then all of a sudden yeah just right there quick snap and then yeah mike's like yeah they helped me <laughs> dude mike goes yeah they helped me uh up and on like up to stage and off stage but besides that man i was good to go they gave me a few pills and i was ready to rock <laughs> and he just went through it and i'm and i'm sitting here listening to this interview like what the fuck is this? like this guy's a superhuman
1: he is man yeah. like okay Mike's like my big brother, man. Um, I wouldn't have made it through my first tour without Mike. Uh, so Mike
0: is, a he, great, and what a great human that guy is too. Like the yeah. best man out oh, yeah. of yeah, yeah. Great took guy. me
1: under his wing, was just like, "Yo, dude, you. I'm gonna be real with you right now. Don't wear that today. You know, or like, I'm gonna be real with you now. Like, you don't need all these fucking pedals."
0: yeah
1: like don't don't
0: <laughs> like you know um it just became yeah. slowly a tribute show to mike baker right there
1: oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: by the way bringing a kid in this world i think any any time now right it's coming if, it, if if she has not been born i think it's a girl i don't know can we say that yet i don't know we'll bleep it <laughs> um, if we can't reveal what, yeah you know what I it gotta had.
1: check in with him they fuck man they just had the Rona uh,
0: I know I know and she was pregnant too yeah but yeah. she's close too like it's it's soon yeah Um, so happy for him but yeah that is uh, Mike is the man and then cool yeah Mike's the best but so that's the story's true it's story's all true, true. oh you, also, and, he ripped through that whole show man it was intense he uh, probably implied his absolute heart out doing it I mean, the guy's a, he's a performer. Yeah. I gave him shit too. Don't worry about throwing the sticks. How I didn't get a stick either. I'm waiting. I, am starting to think maybe it's me. (laughs) I'm starting to think maybe I don't have the heads. Oh man.
1: Um, (laughs) yeah, it was was awesome. It was, it was an absolute uh, treat and a pleasure to be able to share a stage with him. Um, for, for a couple of years, I learned so much from him. So much, man. Um, and then uh and then e-man as, as well too when e-man came in uh and started subbing for mike yep uh, i think i think it was because mike was having surgery i think that was when the first time that e-man came in and then mike started um getting stuff with gavin um and uh <clears throat> and then that took off actually mike was out with Mike was almost on train for a little bit. I think he did a couple of shows of train. Jeez. And then um and then yeah. <clears throat> and then he was on that on the Gavin gig. Uh but yeah, E Man was like E Man was another one that just like fucking incredible drummer. Both Jeez. they're both so different. Um but yeah. Um yeah uh i got E-Man, a story for you you man uh,
0: rips but let, let's hear it because e-man is also by the way one that he's so talented he's the so he's y'all. the one i've seen twice with you guys but i also saw mike with gavin so it's kind of like a mix but uh even we were talking about him and man that guy came in um and i you mike was saying he came in he was just like no doubt this guy's like those guys coming in good he's full-time like there's <laughs> he's like i had no doubt in my mind this guy was going to be easily taking over from me. uh and he rips, but let's hear the story what's the story uh we got. We can go out on the story. I know we've kept you a little long, but uh, we'll go out on this one.
1: Oh, it's good. Um, it's it's a it's an injury story for me.
0: Um, <laughs> I love it. If that doesn't end this uh, thing with like how twenty twenty went, I mean, it's perfect.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, so um, <laughs> it's uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, it was our first show with our new tour manager at the time front of house engineer which is one of my best friends drew allsbrook um so this is his first show like jumping in with us like all right you know getting his feet wet in the camp yep. um and it was gonna be like a two-week run of fly shows it was okay. like days you know solid um and this was show number one Okay, this was show number one. All right.
0: Can't make this uh, up.
1: So um, we uh, we show up at this casino um, and are setting up our shit and this storm rolls through. Um, I'm going to call it a squall. I'm just going to go ahead and call it a squall because that's like how they are down in, in that part of the country. They like yeah. roll in and it like pours buckets for like half an hour and then it's sunny and you're good yep um so anyway loading our shit on stage setting everything up like almost about to have sound check and this storm rolls through and it's like bad i mean like real bad so we pack up the entire stage like while it's you know starting to pour buckets and just like throw everything back into the semi um and waiting it out like we're soaked um by that point we we're all like changed into board shorts and sandals and stuff because everything we had was soaked um yeah. so uh it blows over half an hour later and we're setting everything back up like i said i'm in board shorts and sandals um <laughs> yeah. and uh you know the stage is wet and i slip with one of my cases and it tears my big toenail out oh Jesus, yeah. I mean like rips it
0: out. Um hence the sandals, yeah.
1: I mean, just you want to talk about like stomach churning. That's yep. And you want to know the fucked up part is that's not the first time that that's happened
0: <laughs> Is that a realization you just had right there? You're like that is not oh, the <laughs> no,
1: no. But anyway, oh. it's, I guess that's just the thing that I've that happens to me in life is my toes get messed up. Um <laughs> Okay.
0: That like, and they send you yeah. fucked up banjos. It's the theme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: so it rips rips my freaking toenail, man. I mean, it's just like sticking. Oh, yeah. Up.
0: Mm-hmm. Like squirting
1: blood everywhere. It's it's nasty. Gross. Yeah. Really, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, like okay, great. So they hit up their medic on site uh for the casino, and he comes. And he's like. By law, like, I'm not allowed to touch you or do anything with you. But, you know, it's like, literally, he's reading something off a book for me. I'm like, okay, well, like, what do you do? What can you do? Yeah. Can you do anything, man? Can you do anything? Yeah. And he's like, I can give you this gauze right here.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're in pain right now, too. Keep in mind. Oh, out. yeah. Just yeah. like
1: intense amounts of pain, right? And, and like, mind you, this is, um, this is like after we had already introduced all the dance moves and stuff like that to the show. So, like, all oh, great. Um, like, I've got to dance. It's not like I can just like sit down in a chair, you know, on a riser and play my part or just like stand up on kind of one foot or like sit on a stool and play my part. Like, yeah. No, we've got dance moves. Like, I got to get like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Right. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this dude is useless. He can't do anything. Um, There was another chick that was there. Oh man. And I feel so bad. I cannot remember her name right now. Really, really, really sweet sweet girl um and uh she was a nurse and her best friend was a doctor um so she like i can't remember if this was before or after um but anyway it was it was probably after because essentially i had to take care of myself okay Um, and we had this show that we obviously had to happen i had to dance right all that shit had to happen i wasn't about to like go go quietly yeah of course yeah just not the vibe in an Andy Grammer show. You go all, you're all in, you know, like that's just who we are. But like, you don't half ass <laughs> anything, you know, you show up and you like, you commit. Um,
0: <laughs> that's what, what we think. Anyone who's here that that thinks of Andy Grammer, the first thing they think of is blood, guts, and uh, sweat and tears. Us all. <laughs> dude, Andy that, Grammer shows.
1: Like, that is what we did, man. Like, we committed, we followed through. Yeah. Like, I mean, I got so many stories of that.
0: Oh, me. I'm sure. I mean, it started with how this thing started off with the, the banjo right there. I mean, it just it yeah. doesn't end. It anyway, doesn't end. Yeah. So
1: I'm sitting there going like, all right, what the, what are my options here? You know, like what, what do I have to work with? You know, sure, of course. My yeah. resources. I'm like, all right, so I got a bottle of whiskey. Uh <laughs> um, like I think somebody had a Norco. That could be fun. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm like, I think somebody had a Norco and I had my toolkit, you know, my toolkit that like gets me out of everything.
0: Sure. This tool, right? There it is. Yeah. Um,
1: so I'm like, all right, like I need to get this toenail out. <laughs> I need to get it out, man. Um, because I I need to be able to like move on here. I need like, I need I need to be able to get from point A to point B. You know, like course, I yeah. that right now,
0: you get dance moves, Greg. So I'm
1: like, <laughs> oh, okay, what the fuck am I gonna do? All right, so I started just like, I took that Norco, started chugging the whiskey. Yeah. Um, and got good and lit, and grabbed my pliers, <laughs> grab my, grabbed, grab my freaking pliers right out of my toolkit, yeah. um, and pulled like pulled my nail out, just like wrenched it out myself.
0: You didn't have someone do it; you went for it yourself.
1: I had my buddy Drew there. He had his hands on my shoulders. He's like, "I got you, bro. I got you." I'm like, I'm going in. I'm going in. Um,
0: there's no way Drew also was not hammered. He had to be. <laughs> dude, <laughs> there's uh, two hammered guys pulling out the toenail.
1: So I yanked the toenail out, man. I mean, yeah. just like it was gnarly, dude. It did. It was. It did not. work. Oh, it was quite. Yeah. Um, and use that guys. I think that. I think I think that girl that I was talking about I think she was there. She yeah, she was there. She definitely saw me wrench that out. Yeah. Um she had a couple of like small materials to, like help me bandage it, bandage it up. Um I played the whole show barefoot. Um <laughs> dance moves and all, dude. Yeah. Just like by the end of the show my feet were numb. I couldn't feel my feet. And as soon as the show was over she like threw me in her car and took me to her, her, her friend's house. And the two of them like bandaged my foot up, like, like treated it, cleaned it up, like gave me a whole bunch of like supplies to take on the road. Cause like, dude, this was show number one of, yeah, yeah. A, of fly shows, fly like shows, flying yeah. the airplane every day, red eyes, you know, like it was fucking brutal. And, and- the- by like day five, I was able to put my
0: boots on. <laughs> Wait, so the days in between, you weren't doing barefoot shows still, were you? No, he did. <laughs> yeah, he's like this thing. First here.
1: one, I will never forget the first one and the looks <laughs> of people in that crowd going like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" What like, are your powers? This, like giant, like freaking. Apple, you know, like base tennis ball that looked yeah. like oh, right.
0: Oh and my god! Yeah, just up, like, you up. Know, dance moves and oh god, that and that lady ended up yeah helping. you huge, jeez,
1: she was amazing, man. Um, and I feel so bad for forgetting her name right now. No,
0: no, we're, we're protecting her identity. That's you guys spin it. We're protecting her identity. Right?
1: There but, it is. You yeah. know,
0: yeah, yeah. We don't want to get her canceled or anything like that. Which is uh, <laughs> the the culture we're headed down now uh that yeah, is crazy um, that is the best i mean we gotta i think we gotta go out on that one i don't think we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna dig on that i we also kept you so long so i appreciate that also i have a billion other questions so we'll have to do um a part two someday a follow-up um and we're gonna see where uh streamified right yes streamified is at that we're gonna do a check and it'll be like a where are they are where are they now uh, you'll be start. You'll start being a recurring guest, And, uh, you and Mike, <laughs> we'll get awesome. you both back. Dude, what if we got, Oh my God. I wonder if we could get you both on the show. That yeah. would be the best. But, uh, Greg, my man, thank you to the moon and back for doing this. This was, uh, an absolute best, best, the absolute best. So much fun. Uh, I have, uh, I got work in like four hours, six, six hours, six hours. So, uh, this is the best way to go out. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be just the entire day tomorrow, just smiling and profiling little Ric Flair. Woo. Right there. We're going to edit out the woo. I didn't like the woo. I did. We're going to edit that out. Um, but my man, thank you so much. Um, is there uh, anything you want to leave us with? Anything you want to promote? What can we, uh, where can we see you um, send over the pics by the way? We'll, we'll, we'll put that up. Then. Check go your
1: check DMs. I um, perfect. I, I send them over. Um, uh, and I'll send you that. Uh, I'll send you that video
0: too. The Bill Withers uh, one. We'll post that. Um, yeah, we'll get that up. My company website. Great. Uh, and we're gonna get. Uh, yeah, we'll get Mike's response to everything. We're just gonna go back and forth with you and Mike. The podcast might just be you and Mike going back and forth via me. Oh, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure. we could go. <laughs> and then, and then at one point, you're just gonna be like, "Why can't we?" just I'll just text them, and then the, the podcast ends at that point. <laughs> Greg, my man, thank you so much. And uh, dude, if I'm ever in LA, once you guys open up, um, we'll do come to we'll do a stand up show. I'll find an open mic. We'll we'll do that. Uh, see great. me do some stand up. I would love for, uh, for you to come out.
1: Yeah, it'd be awesome, man. Let me know.
0: it would be great, and we'll do we'll do coffee too. It'll be it'll be it'll be the shit. It'll be fun. And but we you know we gotta get this thing opened up first. So uh, I'm open. 2021, run away, Greg. Thanks so much, my man.
1: alright Nick. Enjoy your evening, man.
0: Peace, my man. Great meeting you. Adios, man. Peace.
1: Likewise.